Good morning, and we welcome back to the Daily Pod for her bi-weekly visit during the 2024 Indiana General Assembly session, Senator Jean Lysing. And uh, good morning to you, Senator Lysing. And, of course, uh, we're at halfway point uh, of the uh, legislative session, and uh, you've authored uh, several bills that are uh, now, I understand, being considered by the House. They really are. So uh, I would tell you uh, some just a few interesting facts for your listeners. Uh, in the Senate, uh, which started January 8th, there were 297 bills that were actually introduced. Uh, 110 of those actually passed the Senate by the end of last week. And of those, the interesting part for me is that 88% of those bills were bipartisan, and you just wouldn't see that in Washington. So I think that's something that we should be happy about in Indiana, that even though the Senate is majority Republican, clearly uh, we are trying to work with both sides uh, when it's not a partisan issue. So anyway, that's kind of that. I have had uh, several bills that passed the Senate, and I'm hoping that they will receive attention in uh, the House. And, of course, that will be up to those individual chairmen in the House whether or not they think those bills are, are worthy of their attention. Uh, probably one of the most important ones um, has to do with higher education, Senate Bill 8, which is going to really take a, a real serious look at reducing cost of college for our, our kids and their parents um, by making sure that dual credit and AP classes transfer over to our state universities and that, frankly, our state universities will look at their bachelor degree programs and see if any of them could be successfully completed in three years. Um, also, uh, another bill that I think is pretty important has to do with updating the, the uh, drainage handbook by the Department of Natural Resources. There's been so much discussion over all those uh, natural resource issues uh, really for the past two years. And uh, so that handbook, uh, I'm hoping, will will uh, continue to move through because it had not been updated for 25 years, which seems a little ridiculous. Um, another one, uh, of course, Board of Animal Health wants their bill uh, passed to make sure that um, veterinarians that have, uh, you know, serious drug violations or whatever can... Uh, they can be notified about that, but it also helps them uh, get veterinarians who maybe had somewhat retired to bring them back in um, to practice because we really do have a shortage of veterinarians since uh, 70% of the residents of Indiana own now a pet, uh, and that, of course, doesn't count all the farm animals and whatever. Um, another bill that passed uh, out of the Senate the last week of session was uh, my bill, Senate Bill 141, which would um, require uh, all schools to take a look at their school counselors as to whether or not uh, they are spending enough time at their counseling jo uh, job, because the truth is we discovered that we're short of counselors. We knew that, but we didn't realize how many other jobs that school counselors were doing 
rather than the job that they were educated uh, to perform. And so this is going to set some percentages um, where they have to reach um, uh, 60% uh, the first year or two and then 80% after that of the fat time that they spend at work uh, actually dealing with counseling issues. My cursive uh, bill, the original bill, did not uh, get a hearing last week, but it, we were able to amend the cursive language into another bill, and I'm hoping that it will continue to move in uh, the House. So there's a couple other real important priority bills that passed the Senate that are now pending in the House, and one of those would be Senate Bill 1, which has to do with third graders being able to pass the I-read test. And, I mean, I think our schools in our area have done a good job on uh, students being able to pass the I-read test, but I would tell you, unfortunately, statewide that is not the case, and there's at least 20% of the third graders who could not pass the reading test, and yet they've been moved on and people are now very worried about how that's going to impact their future uh, education. Um, so we'll be watching that one closely. Also, the child care bill, which is Senate Bill 2, is getting a lot of attention um, because everybody knows that child care is so very expensive. And as a result, um, this is going to try to reduce unnecessary regulations and also um, lower than the um, age for people that could work as a child care worker under uh, another older person to age 18. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see if all that remains in the House. Uh, when a bill starts in one House, it has to also pass the other House. Uh, for those people that aren't quite as familiar with how this process works, and only then would it go to the governor for his consideration where he can either sign it, uh, let it become law without a signature, or veto it. So um, there, there's a lot of interesting things moving. Um, there's going to be some interesting House bills. Uh, I, can I talk about a couple of those that I think might be of interest to your listeners? Yeah, absolutely. What are some that uh, you see, that, at least on your radar, that will uh, uh, tend to garner a well, lot of attention? Right. I think the one that has been sent to me by Representative Kendall Culp is the foreign ownership of agricultural land. And this is um, House Bill 1183, and it prohibits um, adversarial countries from owning or leasing uh, farmland in Indiana, and you'd say, well, who's an adversarial country? That would be like China, for one, which is, uh, I think is going to spark a lot of people's uh, attention. Uh, Russia, North Korea, um, Iraq. So, you know, I think uh, Iran, I think those countries, uh, people are a little concerned about what they're doing from a business standpoint in the U.S. So uh, that bill will likely get a hearing, uh, I'm going to say within a 10 days, because it'll be in my agriculture committee, and I am the, uh, the Senate sponsor of it. One of the bills that we heard yesterday uh, was the what I call the puppy bill, 
uh, better known as the Canine Standard of Care Bill. But many of your listeners probably don't know that there are 21 communities in our state that do not allow a pet store to sell a puppy, a kitten, or a rabbit. But yet they will let them sell reptiles, boa constrictors, you name it. And uh, it's a movement that's gone on, uh, probably because of the issue of rescue dogs. But the reality is we want people to have a choice of whether or not they want a rescue dog or if they would rather have one that has been uh, met all the canine standards that have been developed uh, at Purdue. Uh, And we think that for some people with small children, that might be a better fit uh, for their uh, indoor puppy, for instance. But anyway, that bill passed out of the Senate Agriculture Committee yesterday with only two votes against it. Um, Another bill that's going to get a hearing uh, Wednesday in in the Senate Health Committee um, is House Bill 1058 which will establish protocol for um, mammogram examinations and documentation to ensure that patients that have something known as uh, dense breast tissue are informed of their risk uh, because there are more risks for those folks. And uh, I am actually going to be the Senate sponsor of that bill, too, which had passed out of the the House with strong support. So um, there are also more natural resource bills coming from the House to the Senate. And uh, again, I think um, those are all really pretty important. I I hope that we can land on something that makes sense for property owners, whether they're farmers or just have a nice residential lot with a stream running next to it. We're hoping that we can Um, get some validation for what is actively being enforced now. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our visit with State Senator Gene Lysing right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And we continue our conversation with State Senator Gene Lysing. And uh, Senator Lysing, uh, one thing, uh, a bill that you had uh, that uh, made it out of the Senate and uh, now moves on to the House is uh, Senate Bill 140 uh, regarding the logjam renewal. If you could uh, kind of explain that for us. Right. Um, That particular bill, there are so many people that have had trouble with, uh, you know, whether or not they can remove a tree or, you know, that's... uh, along a stream or whatever, and I'm hoping that this bill does um, continue because it would exempt uh, people from getting a permit requirement, and the permit uh, requirement was cumbersome. I mean, although DNR said it only took 60 days, we had a lot of reports that it was taking 120 days, and the season would change, and they couldn't even 
take care of what they wanted to take. Uh, and so I'm hoping that uh, it's a common sense bill that, you know, we don't want to destroy the environment, but we also don't want, um, for instance, log jams to cause major flooding along even creeks uh, when it rains excessively. So anyway, we're hoping that that bill continues to move uh, as well. So um, probably one of the biggest disappointments for me has been that we're not seeing relief for our hospitals uh, in regard to really hospitals and patients in regard to prior authorization from insurance companies making approval, getting approval from them for procedures and tests. And uh, that bill has been stopped by leadership in the Senate. And so I guess it is not going to happen this year, but it's one that I think would have been the good for the good of health care, and that was very disappointing to me. Um, probably the most disappointing of any of the bills that started this session. And uh, so with that, uh, if uh, somebody has a question about the piece of legislation that's moving through the area or if one of your constituents wants to weigh in on something, um, how can they go about uh, contacting you, uh, yeah. Senator Gene Lysing? way is for them in this short session when things are moving so fast is to call the 1-800 number. It's 1-800-382-9467. It's 1-800-382-9467. And just ask for uh, Senator Lysing's legislative assistant. And even if they can't remember that, just tell them to leave a message for me, and I will get it. It's much better for me to hear from people before I cast a vote on some of these issues because not all the issues are as easy as others, and so we'll get people divided on on where uh, they think we should support or not support. So I really appreciate their call. It's 1-800-382-9467. All right. And then, of course, Senator Lysing, you will be at the uh, legislative session on uh, the update in uh, Greensburg on uh, Saturday morning at Greensburg City Hall. That's correct. State Senator Gene Lysing, we appreciate your time this morning. As always, stay well, and we'll talk to you again down the road. All right. Thanks, Tom, so much.